Hey, it's Brother Dell once again of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. God bless you for tuning in. And once again, you can reach me by emailing me questions at willyourepent.com. Once again, that's questions at willyourepent.com. Hey, what I want to talk about in this episode is, did God the Father actually forsake Jesus Christ when he was dying on the cross? Or let me ask the question this way. Why did Jesus uh, say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me when he was dying and um, in agony on the cross? Why did he say that? Well, the first uh, answer that I will give to that question is because he was fulfilling scripture. Uh, If we go all the way back to the book of Psalms, the 22nd Psalm, as a matter of fact, in the first verse, David says that, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But also the Spirit of God used that occasion to to speak through David, who um, was um, feeling like at the time of his life that he was being forsaken by God due to uh, various uh, trials uh Jesus fulfilled that to the uh, utmost when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Listen to some of the language in the 22nd Psalm. I'm going to read it real quick for you. And you can know that it is what is commonly called a messianic psalm because it's dealing with, of course, the Messiah. And it says this. For the chief musician set to Ajaleth Hash Shahar a psalm of David my God my God why hast thou forsaken me why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning oh my God I cry in the daytime but thou answerest not in the night season and am and not silent but thou art holy O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, and thou didst deliver them. Let me skip a little bit, and I'm going to go down to um, verse 9. But thou art he that took me out of the womb, thou didst make me trust when I was upon my mother's breasts. I was cast upon thee from the womb, thou art my God, since my mother bare me. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan have set beset me round. They gape upon me with their mouth as a ravening and roaring lion. And you can sense this in the um, in 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 Jesus Christ. I mean, the things that he's talking about, they have a obviously a um, a contemporary uh, feel to it. In other words, these are the expressions that David, King David, was feeling at the time, but also. It has a uh, far fulfillment too, and its completion or its consummation of this whole psalm is in the person of Jesus Christ. So, I'm reading verse 14 now of the 22nd Psalm. It says, "I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax; it is melted within me." 
Verse 15, My strength is dried up like a pot shirt, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. Now, I don't know if that was actually the case with David, but it definitely was the case with our Lord. And this is what he goes on to say, For dogs have compassed me, a company of evildoers have enclosed me, they pierce my hands and my feet. That was not the case with David. That was definitely the case with uh, Jesus Christ. And what's so amazing about this psalm, because it has this uh, prophetic element in it, the uh, art of crucifixion had not been invented until maybe 700 years later. And then verse 17, it says, I count all my bones, they look and stare upon me, and they part my garments among them, and upon my vesture do they cast lots. And I'll stop right there. Of course, we know that uh, during the time of Jesus' crucifixion, the uh, Roman soldiers gambled for his clothing. And so that was also... um, a prophetic part of this psalm so the initial reason I believe that Jesus Christ says my God my God why have you forsaken me is because he was fulfilling that specific psalm the word of God so it lets you know how how the uh, Old and New Testament are interwoven with one another and how the things that in in the Old Testament are fulfilled in the New Testament and how the two are indeed um Interlocked because David lived about a thousand years before Christ. He, and Jesus Christ is actually an actual physical ancestor of David. And all you have to do to, to verify that is go to the Gospel of Matthew, which uh, pre- presents a genealogy. And also the Gospel of Luke also presents a genealogy of the actual physical ancestors of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, that was the first reason why he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Is because he was fulfilling scripture. The second reason is that God actually did forsake the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the question that we have to ask is why would God the Father who loves the Son turn his back on the Son? I mean, the word forsake Uh, in the Greek language actually literally means to leave behind and it's in the Greek it's it's pronounced enkatalepo enkatalepo is the way it's pronounced and it literally means to leave behind so uh, remember Jesus Christ was being made sin the Bible says, remember what second Corinthians chapter five, verse 21 says, it says he who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So because of the reality that Jesus had to be made a sacrifice for sin, and this was of course, remember predetermined by God, but he also, because God is completely holy, meaning God, the father he had to turn his back at least in that space and time on his son because he was he was being made sin and God being perfectly holy cannot look upon sin and so you can this was a obviously a a relationship and a bond that we can never really get to know uh in an intimate way like they did because uh, they had never been 
apart, but because of the reason that Jesus was dying for the sins of the world, of, for, for wicked human beings, and he was being made sin by imputation. And if you remember what imputation means, it means that there's a transfer. So what happened is God the Father has transferred the sins of man onto Christ and treated him as if he sinned when he didn't. So when those of us who believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ, the atonement, because he did all the work, then his righteousness is then imputed or transferred to our account. And so we have a declaration of righteousness and just remember, we're not righteous in and of ourselves. We're still sinners, but we are sinners with a with a covering of grace and with a declaration of righteousness. So therefore, God is not going to penalize us for our sins any any longer because he punished the Lord Jesus Christ for our sins and made him to be sin. So that is why Jesus in his agony and in his pain and in his grief says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because it was an actual forsaking, but it was a forsaking that was for our eternal benefit and to the glory of God, because now the sin problem has finally been eradicated. So it was an actual forsaken. It wasn't just that Jesus was only um, fulfilling Psalm 22, in as much also that he was actually being forsaken by his uh, Lord and by his father, the person whom he loved, the person who sent him to come to die in the first place. So this was the plan of God from before the foundation of the world. And that that plan was, of course, accomplished by the uh, by the work of Jesus Christ, by dying on the cross as a sacrifice for mankind's sins. Once again, this is Brother Dell. God bless you for listening, and I'll check you soon on the next episode.